G'day, Michaela. Hello, Warwick. How are you today? Um, excellent. That's good news. What's the weirdest pet you've ever had? I did have a cat. Now, I know a cat's not a weird pet, but... Not really. No, it was um, a black and white cat, and uh, I was... That's not weird either. No, no, it was called Mudder, which was short Mudder. for... Mudder. for... Mother, yeah, and because uh, it was psycho, it was so psycho that we had to take it to the vet and it got Prozac <laughs> for this cat. So he used to spend sixty bucks a month on giving it Prozac, and it used to scratch people. And like, I just loved it, like it was my baby. <laughs> and uh, and then I'll never forget, uh, it lost its tail. Right. Uh, his tail was had gangrene. That's right. He'd broken it and it got infected and had grain green. And my husband just worked all weekend because we were really short of cash living with his mother. <laughs> and he's come home. And I go, I don't think the cat's very well because, like, its tail's, like, going one way then another. And there's, like, pus coming out of it. And I've got, nice. I've got to take it to the emergency vet. This is Sunday night. And he's just going, no. I said, I've got to look at it, like the poor thing. Anyway, we go. And it has to get the tail amputated. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> All the money he'd worked all weekend, he took out of his pocket and had to give it to the vet to get this tail amputated. And then he says to the vet, because originally he goes, I'm going to put it down. And then he looked at my face. And I was going, no, we're not putting the cat down. <laughs> we're getting the tail dropped off it. And uh, so he's paid his, you know, 700 bucks or whatever you earned that weekend. And he's asked for the tail. Because he's like, <laughs> he wants it as a souvenir. Cost me seven hundred bucks. I want the bloody tail. Didn't give it to us. And I just found him in the gutter outside the vet, drinking a Jimmy Black can because that's the only, <laughs> only money I'd Drowning left. Drowning his sorrows on my darling little cat. So we had her for sixteen years, and right. she was a crazy. And everybody loves Mutter because she was just not there. <laughs> but she died of lung cancer about six months ago. Yeah, so, this is a sad anyway, ending to today's story. It is, but she had a very full life oh, sure. on Prozac. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show. G'day, listeners. G'day, Michaela. Hello, and we're not talking, well, we're kind of talking about pets today, but there's a yeah. lesson here for everyone. Yeah, yeah, we're talking a more positive example than <laughs> giving Prozac to your cat, which had its tail chopped off and then died anyway of cancer. So. Yeah, but it was like ten years later. She was my baby. How, so Prozac, so sixty bucks a month for how many years? Um, well, she. Oh, we stopped giving to her when she was about ten years. She seemed to calm down. <laughs> but once we were quite poor <laughs> at the time, that. and we couldn't afford the Prozac. And so I've come in one night and she's there throffing at the mouth like she went into withdrawals. Is that because Duncan was taking the Prozac <laughs> instead? <laughs> so, uh, the poor thing. But, yeah, she, she was on Prozac for a while. and um, But she used to just randomly, you know, just jump out at people and all sorts of things. But she, oh, she was That's beautiful. my perception of cats anyway. But uh, so so you had good old Mudder, short yeah. for Mudder. Yeah, I did name it Cinderella when I was a kid, <laughs> and Duncan's got the worst name for this stupid cat ever. But anyway, so but, the cat cost you a fortune. Yes, you've got a dog that we've talked about on the show before that has so far worked its way through about seven grand worth of assorted furniture, electrical appliances, clothing yeah. items, etc. If if it, if it exists, it can eat it. Like, I know dogs chew, but this dog is just... It tried to chew the barbecue the other day, like the steel leg of the barbecue wrapped so its, its pretty teeth bright. around it. 
Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very intelligent of, dog. <laughs> but like, it's causing issues now in the summer because he's chewed all our gas cords, so we've got no barbecue. And then it chewed the thing that blows up, you know, those kid jumping castles and mm-hmm. the blow up pools. It chewed the the vacuum thing for that. Chewed me vacuum. Uh, chewed me air, portable air conditioner cord for my office. So, but you've you've decided to take some action, haven't you? you so you're going this, to you've reached a decision, Michaela. Yep. So unfortunately, and you're going to do it. This dog, uh, we do love it, um, but it is causing my eighty-year-old mother a nervous breakdown because <laughs> it, it it really is out of control. And my husband, though it, he hasn't killed it yet, I don't know how. He's very fond of it, but realizes that's enough because we also have an assistance dog that's worth thirty grand. Mm. For my son, mm. and uh, it is now uh, digging out. So, uh, so it the digs. The assistant dog knows not to dig. It waits for the other one to dig, and then they go off for an adventure together. So, so now bad influence on uh, it is. the assistant's dog. So after much toing and froing, I finally this morning at seven o'clock when I was in my nighty walking up and down the street looking for the assistant dog to get on the bus to go with my autistic son to school, and it has had a swim in the creek because the other dog let it out. Uh, I said, I went, righto, everyone wants me to get rid of My mum actually threatened to move out because she lives with us. It was like me or the dog. She's 80. That'd be a good way to get rid of the mother-in-law, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm sure Duncan's not plotting to get rid of your mum. Oh, so my mother's either going to leave the gate open and just let it go and cow all the council if she keeps threatening it. There's this loose dog in the street. So I've said, righto, we've, we have tried quite a few things. I've talked about this dog and we've made the really tough decision that the dog now has to go. So it's time to go. You know, we did about a week ago put up a picture on Facebook. Please take my gorgeous little puppy. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's good. Very good. Maybe everyone's listened to you uh, <laughs> describe the chewing on the show. <laughs> it's yep. like, we're not taking this dog. I rang every animal shelter in Brisbane. They're all full. So I said, Duncan, okay, this is it. Just take it to the RSPCA. And like, they turned you away. And they said, no, <laughs> come back in a week. <laughs> so go home. We've, like, come to the decision to let this poor little beautiful dog go because it's just causing too much stress in our house. And you're stuck with it. Yeah, and even the RSPCA won't take it. They've said, come back in a week and all this paperwork. And So, so I, I get why they're making it hard. And, you know, we have tried to train it and, and things like this, but it's just... So you had an interesting experience this morning because uh, literally we've we've stepped into the studio after you've spent what seems like two or three hours this morning, trying to find a dog trainer. That's it. So I thought, okay, the RSPCA won't take it. Well, they will in a week's time. So I've got a week to save this dog. (laughs) (laughs) From extinction. Um, And and yes, we have tried all our friends and family to take it. Um, I have tried to convince Warwick to take it, but he won't. She's beautiful. She's very loving. She just needs some attention. Lovingly destroying all of your stuff. She is. She's gorgeous. But you tried to find a dog trainer, right? We did try to find a dog trainer because I thought, okay, I'll get it some dog obedience lessons and get a trainer out. I've got a week to save this dog, so I'm on a mission to to help. And uh, I have had troubles, as you would experience me swearing at a computer. Using lots of expletives and getting very, very frustrated with some of the, uh, well, the lack of ability to get in touch with some of these businesses, and and it, you know, I thought it would be a good episode, so we've uh, we've decided to come and uh, discuss this on the Tradies Business Show to give you an example as a listener of 
how hard it can be to do business with businesses sometimes. And maybe it's a good opportunity for you to have a look at your own customer interfaces, your own marketing. Uh, I've got an example too, nothing to do with pets, but <laughs> I've got an example that I've experienced recently that also got me thinking about, wow, some businesses just make it really hard for us to give them money. Yeah, and, like and I'm, you're desperate. Like, I'm willing to spend anything to have a dog trainer come out and charge me a fortune to help me just you know, train the family. Yeah, you can't find somebody. And so I've gone to all these sites. I was like, okay, I'll try group course first. They're all booked out for the next two months. And oh, you can't okay. make a f- – well, I guess you could have made a forward booking with them in all fairness. Look, this dog isn't going to be around in February. No, no, it's no. now like the end of November so, if I don't get this trained beforehand. So so with them, there's, there's an opportunity missed for them to maybe have a higher level of – service where people like you would be like, I don't care, come to my house, I'll pay you to come and train this dog one-on-one rather than wait for the next group course kind of thing. First off, they didn't have any online booking forms, so I could actually, if I did want to book in a a group class, I could have easily just booked it in and and done and prepaid for it and all that. But they do have some one-on-one and everything. So uh, some of the sites I went to um, rang the phone number. No, we're on holidays. Won't be answering your call for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Go away. We're not interested. Um, voicemail. One site said, don't even bother calling. His contact form will get back in touch with you. Wow. I actually couldn't speak to anyone. <laughs> like, And so I've Googled like everybody, tried a few things. And the same sites are coming up, which is great because obviously they've got their SEO and everything happening. Yep. But do you think I could talk to someone about training my dog? I have money to spend. Wow. I'm in this desperation situation and my pain is very great at the moment. Yeah, so I'm exactly. willing to probably overpay to save this poor little darling puppy. Uh-huh. And, um, but no. So, but, however, one I just rang, I thought he was my great hope. And uh-huh. he said, I'll, I'll, you know, he's a message, I'll call back in two to three hours. So, oh, well, he's put a timeline frame on it. That's okay. Did he call back? He did. Just awesome. as we were about to press record. Okay. Tick the box. Excellent. I thought, this is really good. Uh, and he said, you know, we're $300 for 90 minutes. I've gone, oh, that's a bit dear. But anyway, I do yep. love this dog. We'll, we'll carry on. Yep. Uh, and uh, he was he was so uninterested in helping me. Wow. I was just astounded. So he just gave you the cold shoulder? Just um, get it to sex. That's it? Yeah. That's Which has been meaning to do it anyway. So yeah, yeah. we've yep. been... Um, so we want to, but yeah, that'll solve everything. So, well, it's kind of digging out and gets, well, we can't solve that. <laughs> well, unless you screw your fencing. Well, I'm sure there's a training way to stop it digging. Mm. Um, yeah, choose my furniture. Oh, you can't fix that either. Right, so... So it's $300 for 90 minutes, but... So he said, save your money, don't even worry about me. Well, I've got this dog that won't go on a lead. I can't entertain it. It's bored. It's got anxiety issues. Oh, yeah, take it to the vet if it's got anxiety issues. Get it. Get it some Prozac. Can't afford another. <laughs> What's with me? These animals that need Prozac. You need to stop getting pets, Michael. Oh, have so you tried goldfish? Oh, we used to have them, but they're expensive fish. You Why? Because clean you the keep tank and them. they do die. <laughs> you got to keep replacing them. But anyway, so. Oh, that's but the point was that you know here I am trying desperately yeah. to spend some money and, and get a problem solved. These people aren't answering. Um, one said online courses. Oh, you beauty! I'll oh yes. Yeah. Do it myself. No, that's not available yet. Uh, oh, once you check wow. our blog for locations, yeah, couldn't yeah. find the blog. That was when I heard you swearing. I'm like, the blog's not even in your menu on your website. Check our blog and they don't have a blog. Couldn't find it. <laughs> uh, and, and surely you're not the only person with uh, a dog that needs some behavioural correction. 
no. that you you know that someone doesn't want to wait for February's group course and would like you know for some one-on-one coaching or an online course. I mean that'd be a huge opportunity for yeah. sure. But like I'm willing for you know I'm sure the one-on-one's going to cost a fortune. But do you think I mm. can find anyone that wants to yep. come out and help? So the search will continue after we get off the show. But the six people I've already called or looked at their sites can't help. So and help. it's. It's just funny because I know our listeners are probably thinking, well, that's all well and good. You know, these are dog trainers. Seriously, us tradies have got our stuff together much more than that. Uh, and you probably do. I think the the key point for me out of, out of listening to this story, Michaela, and, and sitting there listening to you uh, get fairly frustrated was I still see trade businesses that do some good marketing but they kind of let themselves down with not having the pretty much the sales process or, you know, we've talked about these things on the show before, not having the whole picture, not having all of the steps in place and not understanding how consumers think, uh, make decisions and almost making it hard to buy Mm -hmm. from simple things like the voicemail or having an online booking form. You can do so many of these things so easily these days for so little money to have an online booking form, even to book a phone consult or a phone quote or something, but yep. just to grab the person when they're on your site because we have such short attention spans thanks to technology and social media that we're, we're not patient enough anymore as consumers to spend the time to put in with that business to give them an opportunity to sell to us. Yep. So as you've done, you literally go, no, nah, not happy with that. No, nah, go to the next one. No, nah, go to the next one. And if you don't have all that in place as a business, you're going to miss potential customers who are ready to buy. Yeah, and and one was a, a national one three hundred number. It's like a franchise one. Oh yeah. And it, it rang for like two minutes before someone answered, and then you know you could hear the call getting diverted everywhere. Then I got somebody that couldn't help me and just had to send a message to somebody, and oh, wow. it was just like I couldn't speak to anyone. There's money so. out there that people are wanting to give to businesses. And you're making it hard for them. So. And it's like that episode where we rang 10 traders oh, as an example yeah. and only um, three answered the phone. I know. You In know. 2015. And, and the thing that baffles me, I guess, is, and we hear this also from listeners of the show and members of the Tradies Business Toolkit, is it's, it's hard to get customers sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. some some of you listening to this probably have a lot of leads, and that's great. Whatever you're doing is working, and you've got different issues. But I still think there's some lessons in here for having that full process in place and really just thinking through the whole progression, how consumers interact with you on your website, through social media accounts. There's been some good discussions in the in the toolkit actually about uh, headlines and advertising and using Facebook ads and all that sort of stuff. And you really have to put a lot more thought into how consumers think and how they interact with you as a business. So uh, I thought there were some great lessons in there. Can mm. I share my story? Share, because it's a good one as well. <laughs> so I live on, uh, I live in a rural area. I'm, I'm on an acreage and I've got uh, a whole lot of grass that needs to be a lot shorter than it currently is. So uh, fortuitously, my, um, my ride on mower broke uh, or broke down about two weeks ago. And so the grass is quite long, and we've got acres and acres of this stuff. And a guy just did a leaflet drop in our area. Oh, good timing. Black and white, 
um, DL size flyer for rural slashing and property clearing and all that sort of stuff. So I was like, huh, good timing. Good on you, mate. Doing some marketing. Uh, he's got his mobile number and his web address down the bottom. So I rang the mobile number. I thought, I'll give him a call. He can come and give me a quote. Got his voicemail. It was just, you know, yeah, good day. This is Bob. Leave a message. I was like, oh, okay, that's a bit, a bit unprofessional, but whatever. Yep. He's, you know, he's sitting on a tractor doing slashing. Rings me back uh, later that night when I'm with the kid doing the bath and the dinner. Like, it just rang at the worst possible time of day. Left me a message. I tried again. We played phone tag for about three days. I gave up. He didn't ring me back either. So he gave up too. <laughs> and uh, he's probably inundated with business, so he doesn't want any more. But I thought I'll go to the website and I'll send him a contact form. Yep. And then we can do it via email because that's going to get around the time issues. Go to the web address that's on the flyer. There is no such website. So he's got his URL on the bottom of this leaflet that's gone to I don't know how many hundreds of houses in the properties in the area. No website. So I straight away thought, oh, this guy's a tool. So why would you spend money marketing and go to the benefit of leaflet drops if you... I don't know. Can't. But imagine how many people went to the website and didn't ring. I, yep. I tend to just pick up the phone and ring people. Imagine how many people like you have tried to go to a contact form or a website, do some research, found no website and go, oh, this guy's obviously a shonk or he doesn't exist. or And, and he would have never got contact from those people. Now, I don't know if he had a site and it's down. Maybe it was getting smashed. I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but I think it pays to you know definitely check that stuff when you're actively marketing. You know, that, that stuff does happen, but... Yeah, but you know. like it's just a fundamental thing. And you know what? That would be kind of funny if that was the only story I have like that. But do you mm. know how many of those tradey kind of flyers I've had in my letterbox in the 10 years I've been on that property and had similar experiences where they've not got a voicemail and it just rings out? Mm. So I've rung, you know, I've rung someone for, uh, you know, putting in a new water tank. Couldn't get hold of somebody. Um uh, Bobcat services, same problems. Like mm. it's just, it's this ongoing list of people who go, oh, I need some business. So they print some flyers, they don't think it through, maybe they don't proofread it properly. They just don't understand how consumers work. And this is why a lot of people just don't get beyond that level of being a self-employed tradesperson. And it's like we've got an example. We're trying to get a tree cut down in our yard. And do you think we can get a arborist or tree person out to cut it down and so we've run ads in the local paper we run this particular guy um you know and uh he uh, has paid money for an ad and then arranged to come out on a friday afternoon yep no nah, st- stood dunking up said no nah, sorry emergency's come up at five o'clock on a friday you know, like you don't you make that original time <laughs> if you're not going to make. You know what I mean. Yeah. You chose that time. But five o'clock on a Friday emergency, you think, yeah, okay, you got stuck at the pub. Yeah. Or <laughs> so, you know, text us. I'm not coming. Can I come before ten tomorrow morning? So Saturday morning, no show, no contact, nothing. Oh wow! And we're desperate to get this tree down. Yeah, not we can't get anyone job. else. So we weren't getting any other quotes. We're just getting one. Yeah. Whatever so he was going to do, he was going to do, do it. Up and you would have yeah. bought from him because we just need to get rid of this tree. Yep. You know, so why spend the money on parking when, you know, A, the customer service, that's a whole other episode, but really frustrates me when people market and then just do that. And, and this is down. the thing, listeners, Michaela and I see things from your perspective, absolutely, that it can be tough out there. There's there's competition for work. You know, there can be a bit of price 
uh, shopping going on with consumers, but I have to say that by and large, I see more people, more trade businesses get this simple stuff wrong or just don't even realize that there are these issues with their marketing chain than the ones that are doing everything right and still finding it tough. Yeah. So I, I think the lesson here is step back and have a look at what you are doing, what's working, what's not working, and actually ask yourself the question, why are we not getting more inquiries from our ads or from our website or from our Facebook marketing? You know, what's going on here? Have a look at the data. Have a look at what's coming back. If you don't have data, you need to get it. And I, I know I bang on about this stuff on the show about testing and measuring and making sure you're tracking what's going on. But it's the only way for you to know what's working. If you're sticking flies in letterboxes and you only got three phone calls, I've had people say this to me, oh, well, we did that once and it didn't work. So, like, well, what, you, what did you do? Show me your flyer. And if I was helping that guy, if I was working with him, I'd be saying, so how many hits did you get to the website from those flyers? Oh, well, the website wasn't up yet. What? <laughs> how is that going to work? That would be like having a grand opening at yep. your new retail store and you don't actually have the store yet. Hmm. That's what he just did. And he spent money on those fires. Like, he, he must have missed. It's growing season out there. But even even just answering the phone as Bob, you know, that really annoys me when I ring someone and they just go, eh, Billy, yeah. well, I'm sorry to trouble you, but, hey, I want to use your services and give you money. Don't make me feel like I'm inconveniencing you. And if, yes, you are, got your head stuck in the toilet or whatever... Get your phone answered by someone else or do whatever you have to do. But Well, one of his voicemails back to me when we were playing phone tag was, yeah, sorry, mate, um, just had a had a thing on at the bowls club uh, when you rang, <laughs> so I couldn't take your call. <laughs> now, look, I, I'm an Aussie bloke. I don't mind, you know, hanging out at the yep. footy club or the surf club or whatever, but you don't need to tell your customers that. Yeah. Just tell me, you know, you were tied up on another call or a job or something, so I at least think you were busy. Yeah. Anyway, that was that was kind of fun. So I still haven't found someone to come and slash my property. Right. Well, I st- my dog's still here. So here's true. a shout out. So if anybody knows show. a, if you dog, know a trainer good dog trainer in Brisbane, I will travel Brisbane, Brisbane to sunny coast. And, and I'm, uh, you know, Sunshine Coast, Hinterland, Noosa Hinterland, looking for someone to come and slash some acreage. Let us know. Hit us up. And I will be putting um, a the cute picture of my puppy on the Facebook page for the show. If you in want case a dog. Everyone wants a beautiful, well-behaved dog. It's, it's highly trained. It it's, doesn't yeah. dig or yeah, chew no. anything. No, it, and it will be getting the snoop, and it will be vaccinated. So we'll give it to you with a nice little bow on it. Christmas is coming up, uh, and a whole bunch of uh, numbers for dog trainers that won't talk to you. That's it. Yes. So uh, there you go. That was our little uh, sharing session. I uh, hope you got some tips out of that. I, I would say just have a look at your marketing. Have a look at what's working, what's not working. If it's not working, why? Ask yourself the question why and don't automatically blame the market. Yep. Don't, don't go blaming customers for being price shoppers or blame your competition for making it too hard. Have a look at what you are doing. Take some ownership of your own marketing and just figure out why isn't it working? What can you do to change that? Now, if you want some more marketing tips and other things that you can do with your marketing, we've got a, a little free thing on hey, our website now. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, so it's 99 marketing tips for tradies. Now, Not 100? No, 99. It's all I can think of. We ran out at 99. No. Oh, 99. Yeah, it's... Who was that, that that got out at 99 in the cricket? 
uh, for his Bradman first son. No, 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 before he got it, I think it was Warney or something like that. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Uh, so if you go to com forward slash free, F-R-E-E, uh, you'll be able to download it there. And we've got a sparkling new website as well. Yeah, so go check, check it out. That out. Um, but yeah, 99 marketing tips. Look, you're not going to be able to use all of them. Some are good, some are crap. Just pick what you need. Because hmm. uh, that's the thing. Everyone's different. Everyone's got a different business, but uh, pick it. the eyes out of it. And it's free. Yeah. So go grab it. Uh, Tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash free. Hmm. Love it. All, all right. right. Well, I'm, I'm off, off to... to- <laughs> We're both off by the sounds of that. We're both off. I'm off to go buy a big bone and, I don't know, stick it in the yard with the dog. And Maybe your, does your dog eat grass? If it could eat the grass on my acreage, we'd solve two problems. Hey, it would. No, but it eats the plants. Oh, no, that's And it good. loves oyster shells. Okay, no. <laughs> it's not going to help me. <laughs> All right. Well, until next episode, listeners, uh, hooroo. Bye. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.